Hello and welcome to the Peachy Preacher podcast. So good to be back. So good to be beginning my podcast again. Very excited to make this a regular thing. It has been a crazy ride. 2020 was wild, but 2021 has literally just overtaken it very, very quickly. But I wanted to get this podcast going because this is a time where we need to hear from each other, when we need to tune our ears into heaven and what heaven is saying and we need to connect with other people and share what we what we sense God is doing in this time and I really really feel that God's put this on my heart to start this podcast back up so welcome if you've never listened before a big hello to you thank you for tuning in and a big hello to anybody who has listened before as well so I'll give you a little bit of a rundown of our current situation and I don't want to focus on the bad news because this podcast is titled Informed by Heaven and that's exactly what I want to speak into today. But at the moment, so um, I'll just quickly introduce myself for those who don't know me. My name is Bianca. I'm a pastor preacher from Sydney, Australia. I have three beautiful kids and I'm currently undertaking full-time motherhood and ministry. I left my job uh, over a year ago now, almost 18 months ago, to just go hard after the call of God and what he has for my life and step into his will and plan. Before that, I was working in media, marketing, worked many years in PR. I'm a trained journalist and um, but have always worked in ministry or have always been in ministry, served in ministry and yeah, decided to step out into that last year. And it's been an amazing time. I love, love, love working for the Lord. I love being in ministry. It's definitely a calling. Um, it definitely gets ta- challenging and tough, especially with a family. But I wouldn't have it any other way. And I feel that, you know, there is no better place to be than in the perfect will of God. And I truly believe that that's what I'm living and walking out. I walk by faith daily. I ask the Lord what he would like from my day today and what he'd like from our year and our week and our month. I I, I literally just want to give him my all. And so that's a little bit about me. A little bit about our current situation is we're living in Sydney, Australia. So we're experiencing currently some of the harshest lockdowns that there are. Uh, Being in Western Sydney, it makes it a lot worse. So we have things like a 9pm curfew. We are only allowed out of our homes one hour a day. We can't um, go further than five kilometres outside our local government area, our LGA. Um, My husband will pretty much not be able to leave for work for a little while. So both of us are working from home. And this has been going on for 10 weeks Uh, all our kids are at home being homeschooled unable to go to school and honestly it's been challenging it really has and it's not an easy undertaking especially when it's been thrust upon you especially when there is no end in sight especially when you're not given a plan or you're not given an idea of the direction or, or how it's going to end or stop. If anything, the goalposts continue to move, the lockdown restrictions continue to tighten, and we see the rest of the world and the rest of some parts of Sydney are free, the rest of Australia um, 
is free and we sit here and we wonder when this is all going to be over for us. Western Sydney in particular has faced the harshest lockdowns um, and that's apparent, they're apparently considered hotspots and many and m- many friends and family and church members are currently uh, facing vaccination mandates, which means that they could be stood down or uh, fired from their job for not wanting to participate or get the vaccine. And this isn't an anti-vax podcast. I'm not an anti-vax person, but I do believe that um, mandates are wrong. And so most of you will know that because I've shared it quite openly. I've shared quite openly that I am not for lockdowns. Um, I don't just believe in personal freedom, but I believe that uh, right now what these restrictions are doing are holding the church's arms behind its back. So we have to um, basically watch the turmoil, turmoil unfold and not be able to step in and help, which the church has been doing for generations in every pandemic and plague and major critical event in history, the church has stepped in to do what it needs to do, but we are unable to, churches are not allowed to meet, I'm not even allowed to do pastoral care visits, I'm not allowed to meet people one-on-one, and it has been challenging. So that's just a little bit of the current situation we are in, a current situation my church family is in, um, and I love them, and I want to help each and every one of them and I've had so many messages and people reaching out just to you know share with me their story and what they're going through and you know how this season has been a struggle and people's mental health is declining and you know we we know that this isn't a shadow pandemic but it is a real epidemic um, all throughout Australia mental health uh, self-harm suicide these things and so um I want to speak into a little bit today what it is to be informed by heaven. In a time, in a season, in a place where there is so much misinformation, there are so many people who go uninformed, there are so people who have um, been informed by the wrong sources, there is just the uninformed, the misinformed, it's a mess and God gave me this word that we would be that we should be informed by heaven and that's what I want to speak into because the thing is while we are living in this world an imperfect world we are not of it we are citizens of heaven and we as Christians we as believers are called to come up higher We still face the issues that there are on earth. But God gives us heavenly solutions, divine wisdom. He gives us grace to walk through the trials. We have a hope in every circumstance. We can remain in peace when our eyes are fixed on him. We can walk in joy because joy is a byproduct of living with the Holy Spirit. And if you are a believer, if you are saved, if you confess Jesus as Lord, you have the Holy Spirit. Because Romans 8 tells us that when the spirit of the world leaves, when the spirit of the world leaves, when you are saved and the Holy Spirit comes and he lives and he dwells with you, we have the Holy Spirit. And righteousness, peace, and joy are 
byproducts of living and walking with the Holy Spirit. We know that they're also fruits of the Holy Spirit. And, you know, fruits are something that grow out of our communion, out of who we are and our communion with the Holy Spirit. You know, an apple tree doesn't have to try really hard to develop apples. It develops apples because it's an apple tree. And it's the same for us as believers. We can have peace and have joy and have um, a sure foundation in all of life's trials because we have the Holy Spirit. And it's because of who we are and our identity in Christ that we can remain in hope in this time. So I want to inform you a little bit about what is heavenly and what is heaven's promise and what is God's will above all that is going on in the earth right now. See, each and every one of us has a plan and a purpose. Each and every one of us has a future and a hope. God wrote it for us from the beginning of time. He wrote into it what we would be doing. He wrote into it what his perfect will for our life is. And we need to be a people who go after that perfect will above all else. And you know, when we decide to walk into the perfect will of God, the only thing that can take us of course, is us. As we walk into the perfect will of God, it's a, it's a daily decision. It's a decision to not partner with the things of the world. It's a daily decision to not partner with um, the bad news and the bad reports. And it's our decision to partner every day with God's will. And so how do we know the will of God for our life? Well, it's quite simple. As I said, we live and we walk and with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit dwells in us. Well, see, the Holy Spirit was present when we were created, when our divine plan was written by God, when we were, when we were born into this earth. And the Holy Spirit, that same Holy Spirit who was there in heaven when you were created is now living and dwelling and walking with you. And you, I think of Corinthians when it says, I has not seen nor ear heard, nor mind can conceive, conceive what God has prepared for those who love him. But the next sentence is quite clear. It says, but God has revealed them to us by his spirit. And so this is the thing, if you're living and walking with the Holy Spirit, you have access to the plans of heaven. You have access to the blueprints of heaven. God has given you access through the Holy Spirit. And it's our decision to decide to partner and ask and seek out the matters of heaven. It's our decision to partner with what God has for us. And I say that it's daily because even in a time like this, when there is so much bad news, it is quite easy to partner with the bad reports. It's quite easy to, in my case, watch a press conference. They come on every day at 11 o'clock and they are pretty heavy. And there is a lot of fear mongering and there is a lot of negativity. There is a lot of coercion. And... It's my decision to either partner with that fear or it's my decision to 
to partner with faith and decide that regardless of what the world looks like, if God said it, then he'll do it. If God spoke it over you, then that's his plan. And I think many times we give up on prophetic words. And I'm talking about prophetic words because a prophetic word is a word from heaven. And if it aligns with the scripture and it, and it aligns um, and it glorifies God, then it is a word from heaven. And so it's so easy for us to give up on prophetic words when we don't see them come to pass, when we don't see them um, coming into fruition in our life or we've waited too long or we get disappointed or we get heartsick. It's so easy for us to throw those words away. But I believe that we need to be in partnership with the Holy Spirit for these words. We need to contend and pray for them. We need to ask for divine strategy to be able to walk into them and walk them out. And I'll give you a quick example. When I was um, last year, God had kind of laid it in my heart that I would be leaving my job. And I had a brilliant job. It was such a good job. But God was laying it in my heart that whole time. Um, just that's that gentle, maybe it's time to leave. I've got more for you. I've got something else in store. And I, I, it was there for a little while. And then I remember the moment I was hanging out the washing and I was looking at my kids jumping on the trampoline and playing outside. And I was just, as I was hanging out some clothes, I just heard the words, it's time to resign. I have something new. And so I decided then and there to, to leave my job. That's all I needed. I decided to partner with faith. And in the natural, it didn't look good. In the natural, people thought this is a this is crazy. You're gonna lose a a whole wage. You've worked so hard for this job. You've studied so hard for this job. You've you you know you've put your heart and soul into it. It's such a it was a great job. It was a job for a Christian organization. But I had to trust in the word of God. I couldn't let the the, the opinions of others. I couldn't let. Um, what it looked like in the natural deter me from walking into what God had for me. And so I did what he said. And then I walked into a new a new season in my life and it was powerful and incredible. And I'm continuing into that seat and I'm continuing in that season and it's been incredible. But see, God gave me the blueprint and I had to decide that day whether I partner with faith or whether I partner with fear, whether I partner with what God has or whether I partner with what the opinions of others are. And so every day we decide, we can decide to listen to the bad reports. And I'm talking all kinds of reports. I'm talking the news. I'm talking about facts. I think I heard something just this week was don't let the facts get in the way of the truth. See, there's facts on earth, but there's the truth of heaven and the truth of heaven overrides the facts of earth. And so we have to decide to partner with the word of God. We have to decide to contend for it, to work for it. And a great way to do this and one that I've found has been quite powerful in my life is, in, is to write the vision. And Habakkuk says this, it says to write the vision and make it plain so that he who sees it can run. And paraphrasing. <laughs> but write the vision. What vision has God given you? Or what vision do you need to sit with God and write? Maybe there's something that's laying dormant in your heart. Something that deep down there is a desire that you've always wanted to walk out. Maybe there's something there that you've never voiced to the Lord. And I would encourage you today to voice it to the Lord. Because 
more than likely it is from him, especially if it's a big dream, especially if it's a dream that you think that you can't take on by yourself. They are normally God dreams. So what is that dream? So sit with the Lord and say, God, this is the vision. I'm going to write it and make it make it plain. And if this is your will, then you will help me run. And you'll know right away whether it was a blueprint from heaven or whether it wasn't. But sit down and write the vision. Determine to write it and, and pray for it and ask God for the strategy to be able to walk it out. That is what being informed by heaven looks like. We can be misinformed by the world. We can be misinformed by the news. Like right now, the news does not look good. But we as as believers actually have dominion and authority over darkness. We have dominion and authority over the works, the fruitless deeds of darkness. And it says that they will be exposed when we walk as light. So we need to look at the the darkness in the world and not be afraid of it, not run from it, not hide from it, but take dominion over it. Speak to the darkness, walk as light because when light goes into darkness, it cannot comprehend it. We need to shift our gaze from being informed by the world's fear to being informed by heaven. That's what it looks like. And there is so much going on in the world today that can get us down. And I think of Philippians where it says to think on the lovely and the pure and the good reports. Could be see because God knew that bad reports would come. God knew that trials will come. It's all throughout the scripture. You know, James 1 tells us, count it all joy when you walk into various trials, meaning that there are trials. There are trials that will come. The trials are inevitable. But when our eyes are fixed and our mind is set on the things of God and not the things of earth, set your mind on the things um, above, not on things of earth, Colossians. And when we meditate and fix our eyes on the pure and the lovely and the good reports, when we receive bad reports, when we see bad reports, when the news and the, the, the terrible things that are happening around us start to come, we know already what heaven's plan is and we partner with that instead. It doesn't mean we're ignorant. It doesn't mean we ignore what's happening in the world. It means we look at it with heaven's perspective and say, God, As a child of you, as a son or a daughter of the Most High, as a co-laborer and a co-heir with Christ, what would you have me do in this situation? How does heaven respond? And how do I know that this is a biblical principle? Because I take my kids through a prayer often. I take my kids through the Lord's Prayer often. And you know, it's such a beautiful prayer and a, and a prayer we often forget or overlook, but it's so powerful. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. All glory to you, God. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We know that it is the will of God. We know that this is a principle and a reality of God because Jesus himself taught it. Your will, 
your will, God, on earth as it is in heaven. So we take hold of and we grasp heaven's realities over the earth's temporary realities. And we determine to pray and to even war and battle against the principalities and powers of this earth, not from a place of defeat, not from a place of fear, but from a place of victory, not from a place of struggle, but from a place of peace. Because all of those things that I just mentioned, those things like peace and authority that and dominion, those things are your inheritance and everything else is a lie. They're your inheritance. So we partner with what God has. We partner with heaven's reality. So I want you to do something for me. I want you to start to ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, what is your will for my life? Holy Spirit, what do you have to, for me? Holy Spirit, what do I need to change? Where do I need to go today? What do I need to see and do today? And I'll tell you, there is no safer place to be than in the perfect will of God. I am safe there. I am protected in there. Because Psalm 91 tells me that I, when I dwell with the Lord, when I walk with him, I'm covered by his wings. I'm covered by the shadow of the Almighty. He protects me. There is protection in the perfect will of God. There is no safer place to be. You know, I heard this story once and it was very powerful. And it was a man, um, he was a missionary and he was heading over, I believe it was to Africa. And a prophet at the time um, came up to him and his wife and warned them. And he said, look, I know you're going to Africa. I know that this is what, you know, you feel God has called you to do. But I just want to tell you that I just need to warn you that your three-year-old child will die or get very ill when you go there. I need to warn you of that. (laughs) And they had a decision to make because this person was a prophetic person. This person heard from God and they had a decision to make. Do they listen to that report? Do they listen to that bad report? Or do they choose to partner with the will of God instead? And so they chose to partner with the will of God and they went to Africa and their three-year-old was safe and protected the entire time that they were there. There is no safer place than the will of God. When people told me, "Don't, what are you doing? Don't quit your job. This is such a good job, such a great opportunity. I've had far more opportunity walking with him. God has given me strategies and plans that I never could even imagine. He's used me in ways that I just don't even deserve. He has provided for my family despite a, a heavy loss of income. The perfect will of God will keep you in perfect peace and protection. So I just want to encourage you today that there is a lot of bad reports, but sit with Holy Spirit and say, what are your good reports? What do you say? Pick up the prophetic words that you've let go of, that you've decided to drop and pick them up and decide to run with them again. Ask God, how would you have me do this? Ask for divine strategy. Begin to pray and see what he would have you do. And I'm telling you, if it's crazy, it's often from God. I'm telling you if you I'm telling you if it's too big for you to even fathom, then it's probably him. Ephesians 3:20 says that he can do more than you even ask, think, or imagine. Decide to focus on the good reports. Corinthians, that scripture that, that he has revealed what he has in store for us through his spirit. 
Be in communion with the Holy Spirit. Pray in the Holy Spirit. Hear from heaven in a new way. If you're all the reports you're getting are the reports from the world. If you're focusing on the news right now, you will sure it will surely lead you. Because what you you know, it says that the eyes are the window to your soul. I've heard that before, and it's true. It's like what you watch, what you listen to, what you what you take in through your eye gates and your ear gates. It it it's going to start to lead and direct where you go and what you do. It's going to lead and direct how you speak and how we speak. I've already done a whole series on words, but how we speak is so important. So we've got to fill our mind and fill our heart with the word of God and our communion with him above all else. Fill our hearts and minds with what he has and you will keep in perfect peace it says that in um that you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you that's the best place to be the will of god so that when bad news hits you look to the good report god has called my family and i into state he has called us there through a series of dreams my husband and i i think this is a story for another time but my husband and i have been called into state to move and we will be planting a church there. Now, right now, it's impossible in the natural. The borders are closed. We can't sell our home right now. There is a number of things that are building up and piling up. And there is a mountain of impossibility literally being formed before us, before our very eyes. But I know that God called me there. And because I know God called me there, I know that he'll do whatever it takes to get us there. We just need to be obedient and surrendered daily to walk out how he wants us to walk it out and, and to see the other side of this, to cross over. And I think of the Red Sea, how we can cross over, you know, that God led them to a sea, to, to God led them to a sea and he parted it for them to walk through and cross over to the other side. And God can do that for you, no matter your situation. If he's given it to you, he will see you through. Amen. Well, I hope this has encouraged you. I pray that you would go away and start to get your information from heaven, that the, the world's media is nothing but misinformation feeding us fear and bad reports. But God has the good reports. So when the bad reports come, we stay in him and his will. And it does not move our faith. That's how we remain in faith, by looking and setting our eyes on Jesus, our Savior. Amen. So good to start this podcast again. And I just pray that it blesses you. And I pray that I hear good reports from this, that you have sat with the Lord and asked him, God, what do you need me to do? How do you want me to walk? How do I use this situation to, to realign my focus and look on you? Amen. Thank you.